first, you're going to need to change your mindset and your beliefs about hard work, leverage, using other people's systems and processes, and beginning to think. You really need to learn to think. Think for yourself. Think through ideas. Uh, Money comes from ideas and thoughts that you have in your mind. Anything in our physical existence once started in somebody's mind. Once you realize that, you realize you have that same power. Are you looking for true personal freedom? The freedom to design a life you truly desire? Then you're absolutely in the right place. True personal freedom comes from when you take 100% responsibility and control of your money and your mind. Here, you're going to learn ideas, tips, and wisdom that's going to help you bridge the gap from where you are now to your dream life in the future. My name is Randy Wilson, and welcome to the Rich Mind Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Rich Mind Podcast. And today I want to talk about some values, uh, some beliefs, some ideas that we might have been brought up to believe that may or may not be true uh, or real if you kind of uh, begin to think about them in different ways. Uh, So where am I coming from with that kind of statement there at the beginning? I was born uh, in the Midwest. I was born and raised here in the Midwest. And one of the values that was instilled in me from a very young age was that I needed to work hard physically, Uh, almost backbreaking work. I can remember growing up uh, in Indiana, a lot of the uh, cornfields, farms, things of that sort was uh, very prevalent in the area of where I grew up. And during the summer, a lot of times what we would do is we would go out and bale hay in blistering heat, uh, wearing clothes, uh, covering every part of your body from head to toe, because if you didn't, you were going to get uh, torn up pretty bad by the hay bales as you were throwing them onto carts uh, as you were traveling uh, through the fields. So if you can imagine standing on a uh, flatbed, basically being pulled by a, a tractor, you and usually somebody else is helping you. Uh, a lot of times it was a friend of mine that was with me and we would be basically throwing bales of hay from the ground up to the cart and the person on the cart would then stack it off. The bales were very heavy. Uh, if you can imagine, they were kind of ro- uh, rolled up or, or uh, tied up and with with uh, twine. And so you'd have to wear gloves. Uh, as I mentioned, you'd have uh, clothes on, long sleeve shirts. Obviously, we're wearing jeans and it's it's hot. Uh, Indiana, summertime's as it is a lot in the South, I'm sure, or even in anywhere in the country, but it was it can be very hot, very humid. So it's exhausting work. And what I share that story for is to realize that, yeah, we, we made a little bit of money, but were there easier ways that we could have you know, extended that same amount of effort to increase the value that we were providing that could have done more? Now, I'm not saying that there are different ways that you could have bailed hay to make more money, but let's say that we decided to even hire other folks to help us, right? Come up with different ideas and systems and plans to help us uh, do it faster, do it more efficiently. That it was the thinking that I was missing growing up 
as I mentioned, we were taught to believe in hard work was the right way and the only way to earn a living. Now, I'm not saying that hard work is a bad thing. I work hard, but I work hard in a different way. What I try to do is I actually try to think through the work before I actually go into the physical activity. So very similar to creating this podcast or creating a a post on social media or before I create a, a program for others is I will sit and think about how to do it more effectively, more efficiently, what's going to be the best uh, outcome. And I think about that outcome in advance before I put in the work to then get that desired outcome. Now, putting in the thinking ahead of time allows me then to put in processes, put in systems uh, that will take that work and leverage it and increase the opportunity to then have a a better outcome than if I just were to dig in and just throw things up against the wall and just see what sticks. Just go out there in the field and start throwing around hay bales and expect to get paid, you know, a certain hourly rate. Uh, or I, I think I was even, we were getting paid by each bale that we threw uh, or got stacked or, or whatever the pay was back in the day. But the point I'm trying to make is that if you can use your mind to think, to, to really, really dig into the thinking process, you can really shorten the time frame from where you are now and the desired outcome. But then you can also leverage doing that hard work, the hard work or the mental hard work to come up with systems, processes, leveraging other people's time, leveraging other people's money, leveraging other people's systems. Those are things you're going to hear me talk about a lot on the podcast. So today I have a little bit of a a story. This is a book that was introduced to me by my mentor, uh, David Nagel. And this story at the very beginning of this book is a great representation of exactly what I'm talking about as far as learning how to leverage and look for simplicity, look for efficiencies versus sticking with just working hard, nose to the grindstone, just grind it out, grind it out, grind it out, when in fact you might not be grinding it out against the proper thing or doing it in the proper way and such you're just getting the same result over and over and over. So this book is called U Squared. It's by uh, PhD Price Pritchett. You can go to pricepritchett.com is what's listed here in the back of this book, and you can get additional details. I would imagine that if you searched U Squared Price Pritchett uh, in any search bar, that this uh, small little book would come up. It's a very small book in terms of chapters. I want to say, meaning there's, there's several chapters, but each chapter is only a page or two. So it's a very quick read, but it's a very substantial read. You'll get a lot out of this book. And I've read it several times. I have uh, uh, shared and recommended it to folks all over. So let me get into this this story that he, at, this is at the very beginning of the U-squared book. This is uh, coming from directly from Price Pritchett himself. And this is uh, titled, A True Story. I'm sitting in a quiet room at Millcroft Inn, a peaceful little place hidden back among the pine trees about an hour out of Toronto. It's just past noon, late July, and I'm listening 
to the desperate sounds of a life or death struggle going on a few feet away. There's a small fly burning out the last of its short life's energies in a futile attempt to fly through the glass of a window pane. The winding wings tell the poignant story of the fly's strategy. Try harder. But it's not working. The frenzied effort offers no hope for survival. Ironically, the struggle is part of the trap. It is impossible for the fly to try hard enough to succeed at breaking through the glass. Nevertheless, this little insect has stacked its life on reaching its goal through raw effort and determination. This fly is doomed. It will die there on the windowsill. Across the room, ten steps away, the door is open. Ten seconds of flying time, and this small creature could reach the outside world it seeks. With only a fraction of the effort now being wasted, it could be free of the self-imposed trap. The breakthrough possibly is there. It would be easy. Why doesn't the fly try another approach? Something dramatically different. How did they get so locked in on the idea that this particular route and determined effort offer the most promise for success? What logic is there in continuing, until death, to seek a breakthrough with more of the same? No doubt this approach makes sense to the fly. Regrettably, it's an idea that will kill. Trying harder isn't necessarily the solution of achieving more. It, might, it may not offer any real promise for getting what you want out of life. Sometimes, in fact, it's a big part of the problem. If you stake your hopes for a breakthrough on trying harder than ever, you may kill your chances for success. That's signed by Price Pritchett. So I apologize for some of the uh, reading there. I will admit that I'm not necessarily the best reader. Uh, I do my best. Um, but at the same time, I hope that comes through uh, maybe with some fancy editing, we can get some of those uh, things out of there. So I apologize, like I said, for any uh, uh, disruption with the story. But I hopefully you get the message of this story, the impact of trying harder. Picture yourself being that fly. And, and I. You're probably you can probably think of it, an instant instance or you'll even come across this even today. Uh, you'll you'll see a fly. Uh, I had one just the other day at, at the at our back door. He was just banging and banging and banging at the back door, and I had the door open. It was literally he only had to, had to fly a foot or two to the right because the door was open, and I had to convince him by kind of pushing him to the side, out to the open spaces, which where he was trying to get to. So the point is, is that. Think about the actions that you're taking. Think about the uh, working hard belief that's been instilled in you. And think about ways that you can improve upon that. Working hard in and of itself is not necessarily a bad thing, but working hard, doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting a different result is a bad thing. So if you want to achieve more abundance, a greater experience in life, First, you're going to need to change your mindset and your beliefs about hard work, leverage, using other people's systems and processes, and beginning to think. You really need to learn to think. Think for yourself. Think through ideas. Uh, money comes from ideas and thoughts that you have in your mind. Anything in our physical existence once started in somebody's mind. 
once you realize that, you realize you have that same power. But it's realizing you have that power and then beginning to think through the process of, okay, here I am. Now, what processes and systems do I need to put in place to get to the final destination, which is either a product, a service, a business of some kind? Uh, maybe it's an investment. Maybe it's an income goal. You name it. It's your goal. It's wherever you want to get to. The point of just working hard is not necessarily going to get you exactly where you want. And that's the point of the message today. So hopefully that message serves you today. Go out there, get the U Squared book. I highly recommend that. It's a fantastic little read that will really shift your mindset in terms of getting things accomplished a lot faster than you could ever imagine. So go out there, make it a great day. Work on your thinking, working on taking control of your mind. Once you begin to do that, a whole new world is going to begin to uh, show up in ways that you never thought possible before. So have a fantastic day. I look forward to connecting with you very soon. And until the next episode, bye-bye now. Thank you for joining me on the Rich Mind Podcast. I hope you found a ton of value in this episode. If so, I'd really appreciate a five-star review. And you can also share it with your family and friends. And as my mentor, Jim Roden, shared with me, in order to have more, you must first become more. And in order to become more, you must work harder on yourself than you do on your job. So go out there today and work harder on yourself to become more and build the life of your dreams. Until next time, my friends. Bye.